Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Chapter 12 of The Quest of the Sacred Slipper by Sax Romer. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter 12 the Hashishin Watch. "'The American gentleman has just gone out, sir,' said the sergeant at the door. I nodded grimly and raced down the steps. Despite my half-formed desire that the slipper should be recovered by those to whom it properly belonged, I experienced at times a curious interest in its welfare. I cannot explain this. Across the hall in front of me I saw Earl Dexter passing out of the museum. I followed him through into the Kingsway and thence to Fleet Street.' He sauntered easily along, a nonchalant grey figure. I began to think that he was bound for his hotel, and that I was wasting my time when he turned sharply into quiet Salisbury Square. It was almost deserted. My heart leapt into my mouth with a presentment of what was coming, as I saw an elegant and beautifully dressed woman sauntering along in front of us on the far side. Was it that I detected something familiar in her carriage, in the poise of her head, something that reminded me of former unforgettable encounters? encounters which, without exception, had presaged attempts upon the slipper of the Prophet? Or was it that I recollected how Dexter had booked two passages to America? I cannot say, but I felt my heart leap. I knew beyond any possibility of doubt that this meeting in Salisbury Square marked the opening of a new chapter in the history of the slipper. Dexter slipped his arm within that of the girl in front of him, and they paced slowly forward in earnest conversation. I suppose my action was very amateurish and very poor detective work, but regardless of discovery I crossed the road and passed close by the pair. I am certain that Dexter was speaking as I came up, but, well out of earshot, his voice was suddenly arrested. His companion turned and looked at me. I was prepared for it, yet was thrilled electrically by the flashing glance of the violet eyes, for it was she, the beautiful harbinger of calamities." my brain was in a whirl. Complication piled itself upon complication. Yet in the heart of all this bewilderment I thought I could detect the key of the labyrinth. But at the time my ideas were in disorder, for the violet eyes had not lowered but fixed upon me in cold scorn. I knew myself helpless, and bending my head with conscious embarrassment I passed on hurriedly. I had work to do in plenty, but I could not apply my mind to it. And now, although the obvious and sensible thing was to go about my business, I wandered on aimlessly, my brain employed with a hundred idle conjectures and the query, Where have I seen the Stetson man? seeming to beat like a tattoo in my brain. There was something magnetic about the accursed slipper, for without knowing by what route I had arrived there, I found myself in Great Orchard Street and close under the walls of the British Antiquarian Museum. Then I was effectively aroused from my reverie. 
two men both tall stood in the shadow of a doorway on the opposite side of the street staring intently up at the museum windows it was a tropically hot afternoon and they stood in deepest shadow no one else was in orchard street that odd little backwater at the time and they stood gazing upward intently and gave me not even a passing glance but i knew one for the oriental visitor of the morning and despite broad noonday and the hum of busy london about me my blood seemed to turn to water i stood rooted to the spot held there by a most surprising horror for the grey-bearded figure of the other watcher was one i could never forget its benignity was associated with the most horrible hours of my life with deeds so dreadful that recollection to this day sometimes breaks my sleep arousing me in the still watches bathed in a cold sweat of fear it was hassan of aleppo if he saw me if either of them saw me i cannot say what i should have done what i might have done it is useless to speak of here for i did nothing inert thralled by the presence of that eerie dreadful being i watched them leave the shadow of the doorway and pace slowly on with their dignified eastern gait then knowing how i had failed in my plain duty to my fellow-men how finding a serpent in my path i had hesitated to crush it had weakly succumbed to its uncanny fascination i made my way round to the door of the museum End of chapter twelve waiting on a tax return hopefully it ends up in your hands fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by thirty percent in twenty twenty three if you're in a bind this tax season lifelock can help our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.